morning and welcome to St. Columbus on this, the second Sunday before Lent, for our all-age worship service and holy baptism. I welcome especially Alice Eleanor Wilson, together with her parents and godparents and her extended family and friends, along with visitors, as we come together in joy to welcome Alice into our church family here through baptism. Following the service, there will be refreshments at the West End, and I do hope that you can wait behind to enjoy friendship and fellowship one with another. And so we turn to our service sheets. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Loving Lord, fill us with your presence that we may praise you now with our lips and all the day long with our lives. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we think we've done, we've never done anything wrong, then we are lying to ourselves and not being honest. But if we take the things we have done wrong and bring them to God and we are truthful with him, then once we've said sorry for those things, he forgives us. Let us say sorry to God, here and now. We're sorry, dear God, when we don't have time for other people, when we say the wrong thing, when we do the wrong thing, even when we think the wrong thing, forgive us. Make us right with you and allow us to be better the next time. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I declare to you, you are forgiven, your sins are gone. Be strong in the Holy Spirit and live for God. Amen. We stand as a forgiven people. Therefore, let us praise God for his mercy and give thanks to him for his goodness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God fills the whole earth.
object or prayer of the day. Almighty God, you have created the heavens and the earth and made us in your own image. Teach us to discern your hand in all your works and your likeness in all your children. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reigns supreme over all things, now and forever. Amen. Please sit. Jesus went out again beside the lake, the whole crowd gathering around him, and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the top of the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me, and he got up and followed him. As he sat at dinners in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus, when Jesus heard this, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick I have come to call not the righteousness, but sinners. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, why did John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees, but your disciples, do not fast? Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot fast while the bridegroom is with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and they will fast on that day. No one sews a piece of untrunk cloth on an old cloak, otherwise the patch pulls away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine skin wine onto old wine skins, otherwise the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost, and so are the skins. But one puts new wine into fresh wine skins.
the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a good news day for all of us here in St. Columbus, and not just for our church family, but also for the Wilson and the Atchison family as they come together with Alice, the newest member who is going to be made a member of this, our church. And so, understandably, it is a good news day all round, and we rejoice. We have a new member coming into our church to live and work to God's praise and glory. I can think of no better introduction to a reading than the one that we have just heard read, where Jesus said, follow me. Jesus was beginning his public ministry, and he realized that he needed helpers to assist in the work of ministry, telling people about God and going to all arts and parts along the way. And Jesus called those disciples who we know of today to come with him. And notice when Jesus said, follow me, they didn't procrastinate, they didn't refuse, they didn't give excuses, they simply did as Jesus was inviting them. And yet I wonder, when it comes to today, when we are asked to follow or to do things, do we respond with the same positive approach as those first disciples did? Because it does give us, doesn't us, a wake-up call to do likewise. And so today we rejoice that Alice is coming to follow Christ as she now begins her journey of faith. And as we do so, we give thanks for all those who have gone before Alice in baptism here in this church. And this is a very poignant baptism because Alice is not the only member of her family who have been baptized here in St. Columbus. And I have the evidence in my hand. This is the baptismal register. And this book, it's rather heavy, so I'm going to put it down in just a moment. This book was started in 1945, ever so slightly before I was born. And it includes in it a certain entry in 1988. And Rachel will know what the next line of the rector's sermon is going to be is going to be Rachel's baptism. And Rachel was baptized here on the 27th day of December, 1988, by my predecessor, Gregor McCamley, when you lived in Monkstown in County Dublin. And then if I were to turn over the pages, what do I find? But more Atchison's who have been baptized here David and Timmy. So it is a particular significant day as the next generation of the Atchison family come together for a service of joy 
and this time by the present rector. And we give thanks for the next generation coming along to share in the faith, to contribute to the work of ministry, and to go forward as a disciple of Christ now in 2024. And though society has changed immeasurably from 1988, from Rachel's baptism, the work of ministry has not changed. And the importance of our Christian faith has not been diluted in the ever-increasing challenges that are around us. And we give thanks as people of faith that we're not on our own. Because in a few moments, I'm going to be putting the logo or the symbol of the Christian faith onto Alice's forehead, as was done in those who've gone before, reminding her that she is a disciple of Christ today and moving forward. And that is what is so significant. All those who have gone before in baptism, those who have come back to be confirmed, and those who are with us still in St. Columbus, it all began at baptism. And it all began by parents and godparents taking the initiative and bringing the next generation for baptism. And all of us are going to have an opportunity to show our support. And may we do it with enthusiasm, as I would ask you all very shortly to give your support in the service of baptism. We've just sung the hymn, When I Needed a Neighbor, Were You There? How those early disciples whom Jesus called needed Jesus to be with them as a good neighbor. How we need Jesus to be with us as a good neighbor, and not just Jesus, how we need one another to be good neighbors across the parish, to help us out in those tough times, in those challenging times, in those times of joy. We come together as one, giving thanks that we're not on our own. And may we never feel that we're isolated or marginalized or neglected or have been overlooked. All of us are unique. All of us have a particular contribution to make that only we can make. And if we don't make it, our church and our society is all the more diluted because that unique contribution has not been made. And so for Alice, who begins her journey of faith. Who knows what her contribution to St. Columbus or to society, let it be in Northern Ireland or further afield, wherever life's journey takes her is going to be. But one thing is for sure, she's going to need all of us, together with her family, and above all Christ, to sustain her to give her the strength that she needs to persevere and to persevere and to persevere and to get through no matter what she will be embracing. The good news is, as Christ calls us, as he calls Alice today at her baptism, he doesn't leave us to get on with it on our own, and thank goodness he doesn't. He gives us the strength for the journey. As God calls us, he gives us the strength, and we are never, ever alone. 
And so what contribution may Alice make? Will she be a future honorary treasurer like her grandfather, like her great-grandfather before? Will she be a member of the Select Vestry? Will she be a member of organizations? Will she be a successor to me as rector in years to come? Who knows? But what is absolutely essential is all of us pass on the faith to the next generation. We who are custodians, we who are stewards of all that we have here in St. Columbus, of all we have around us, we have inherited that from those who've gone before, from those who have been baptized in years past. And yet, how good are we at ensuring we are playing our part to pass on the faith to the next generation? Because as we gather today for baptism, we see many generations of the Atchison and the Wilson families coming together, demonstrating the significance of passing on the faith to those who are coming as they will be our successors in years to come. And so this service of baptism for Alice is not just a private service for Alice. It involves you and it involves me. But not just that, above all, it involves God as we rejoice in a new disciple to share and to journey with us in the pilgrimage of faith. But may we not leave it to those who bring babies for baptism. May we do what we can to pass on the faith through word and through example to the next generation as we are witnessing this morning in a very significant way. And so Alice, who is normally up here at the front, eyeballing the rector and keeping an eye on me, is now relegated to the back because that's where the baptism is going to be. And we look forward with joy to welcoming you, Alice, but also supporting you throughout your earthly life and may you use in years to come the gifts that God has given you, which will become clearer with the passing of time to demonstrate a love of God, a love of neighbor, and giving thanks you will never be on your own. Amen.
We turn now to the baptism booklets for the service of holy baptism. Our Lord Jesus has told us that to enter the kingdom of heaven, we must be born again of water and the Spirit, and has given us baptism as the sign and seal of this new birth. Here we are washed by the Holy Spirit and made clean. Here we are clothed with Christ, dying to sin that we may live his risen life. As children of God, we have a new dignity, and God calls us to fullness of life. Holy baptism is administered to infants on the understanding that they will be brought up in the fellowship of Christ's church, that they will be taught the Christian faith, and that when they have publicly confessed this faith, they'll be confirmed by the bishop and admitted to the Holy Communion. We welcome those who come to be baptized. I invite their sponsors to present her now. We present Alice Eleanor to be baptized. Parents and godparents, will you accept the responsibilities placed upon you in bringing Alice Eleanor for baptism and answer her behalf by your own prayers and example, by your teaching and love, Will you encourage her in the life and faith of the Christian community? With the help of God, we will. In baptism, this child begins her journey in faith. You speak for her today. Will you care for her and help her to take her place within the life and worship of Christ's church? With the help of God, we will. In baptism, God calls us from darkness into his marvellous light. To follow Christ means dying to sin and rising to new life with him. Therefore, I ask, do you turn to Christ? I do. Do you then renounce the devil and all his works? I do, by God's help. Will you obey and serve Christ? I will, by God's help. We've just witness the parents and godparents making important promises before God and before all of us. Promises to be faithful in church. Promises to live out the Christian faith. And promises to reject all that is evil and wrong. And now it is our turn as a parish family to show our support because this is not a job that can be done single-handedly. It needs the support and good neighbourly relations across the parish to give the strength required to ensure that Alice can grow and develop in the faith. And so for all of us, let us show now with enthusiasm our support. You have heard these, our brothers and sisters, respond to Christ. Will you support them in this calling? We will support them.
I'm going to invite all the younger members of the congregation to come down here to share in the baptism so children are welcome and even babies are welcome to come along and just to see close up what is going to be happening here. And as you're coming along, what is in this bowl? Any ideas what might be in this bowl? Any ideas? You want to come up and have a look and then tell me what's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? Water. Now it's not just water because this is warm water. At least I hope it is. Otherwise we'll have some um, unpleasant reactions or a bad review will be coming from Alice. Water. And before we use this water at baptism, we're going to ask God's blessing on it. Water for growth and development and also for health. And so we're going to now have this prayer of blessing. Praise God who made heaven and earth. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, almighty God, for the gift of water to sustain, refresh, and cleanse all life. Over water, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through water, you led the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt to freedom in the promised land. In water, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us from death of sin to newness of life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we baptize into this fellowship those who come to him in faith. Now, sanctify this water, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, Alice Eleanor, may be cleansed from sin and born again, renewed in your image. May she walk by the light of faith and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honour and glory, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Parents and Godparents, do you believe and accept the Christian faith into which Alice Eleanor is to be baptised? Brothers and sisters, I ask you to profess together with this candidate the faith of the Church. Do you believe and trust in God the Father? Do you believe and trust in God the Son? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe and trust in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the Lord, and the life of the Amen. Now, 
truth. Yeah. Now, this is where I need a willing helper. Who would like to come and help? Who has a steady hand? No, I'm holding Alice, but who has a steady hand? Who would like to come and help me? Any takers? Well, the Rector's Church Warden has a very steady hand, and his job description has just been increased. Name this child. Alice, Eleanor, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ claims you for his own. Receive the sign of the cross. Live as a disciple of Christ. Fight the good fight. Finish the race. Keep the faith. Confess Christ crucified. Proclaim his resurrection. Look for his coming in glory. May Almighty God deliver you from the powers of darkness, restoring you the image of his glory, and lead you in the light and obedience of Christ. Amen. Well done. Didn't Alice do well? And you weren't bad at that. Now, you all see Alice. Isn't Alice just wonderful? Just think all of you were this size once. Isn't that hard to believe? And some of you I have baptized years ago. And so now we have a new member. And this is a day of rejoicing for us all. Let us welcome Alice Eleanor into our church family as you and I are going to go on a walkabout, but not mum and dad. They're tired. So we say together, God has called you into his church. We therefore receive and welcome you as a member of us, the body of Christ, as a child of the one heavenly Father, and as an inheritor of the kingdom of God. Gentlemen, it's exactly. You see, Alice, I'd be up here one day. Rejoice with our new member. Now, well done. And so we return back to our pews as Caroline Woods is going to sing the anthem, Let the Bright Seraphim.
Let us pray. Father, we thank you that Alice has now been born again of water and the Holy Spirit and has become your own child by adoption and a member of your church. Grant that she may grow in the faith in which she has been baptised. Grant that she may confess it when she comes to be confirmed. Grant that she may bear witness to it by a life of service to others and that all things belonging to the Spirit may live and grow in her. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, bless Alice's home and give such grace and wisdom to all who have the care of her, parents, grandparents and great-grandparents, that by their word and good example they may teach her to know and love you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, as we look to the future, we pray for the nations of the world and those who govern them, asking that they seek justice, mercy and peace for all. We pray especially for countries where war, terrorism and violence continue to dominate. Locally, may our elected representatives work together to alleviate societal challenges presented in the current political climate. Setting personal gain aside, may they seek to promote the welfare of all those they serve. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, here in St. Columbus, we pray for all our church family, especially those for whom life is difficult at the moment. We remember Peter, ill in hospital, and his family. Surround the frightened with your tenderness, give strength to those in pain, and hold the weak in your arms. Lord, transform the lives of all who struggle, reminding them of your presence. And in a moment's silence, we bring before you, Lord, our personal petitions and our intercession for those in need of your loving care, including those who knew and loved Walter Love, whose funeral was here on Friday. And so in silence we pray. This morning we remember also Josephine Kilpatrick's family following her death this weekend. These and all our prayers we offer through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Turning to our service sheets, we say together, Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for everyone in this parish, especially for our clergy, teachers, leaders, musicians, helpers, and all who give of their time and talents to lead our parish organisations. We ask your blessing and guidance upon our families and homes, as together we seek to serve you in both word and deed during the opportunities and challenges of this new week. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We sum up our prayers and praises in the words our Saviour Christ taught us, saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
Accept, Lord, these our gifts and use them for your purposes of love. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And as we pray in our next prayer, we pray that all we have experienced and shared in in our worship this morning will bear fruit in our lives as we move forward from this service to begin a new week. Together we pray, be with us, Lord, as we go out into the world. May the lips that have sung your praise always speak the truth. May the ears which have heard your word listen only to what is good. And may our lives, as well as our worship, be always pleasing in your sight. For the glory of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. <coughs> Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen.